0: And here we are for our first ever NFL show.
1: Boxhead, how you feeling, buddy? I'm good, mate. You excited? Yeah, it's always good. NFL's always a good, uh, well, it's just perfect timing for rugby league fans. So one ends, one starts, one ends and one starts. And it just means that you get either NFL or NRL, you know, pretty much every week of the year. There's maybe a two or three week gap. Between the end of the NFL and the start of the NRL, but now with all the preseason games being televised, it's uh, yeah, it means we get footy all year round. And yeah, massive fans of the NFL, so 100. percent And watching it since well, probably 2002. But when NFL Game Fox Pass and we, we got the games and everything sort of started. I used to get, yeah, I used to get three games a week on Fox, and then now obviously you get a whole heap more and access to Game Pass. You can watch every game, so. Yeah, twenty years, I guess, watching it. So we're not amateurs. We'd like to know that we like to think that we know what we're talking about. Probably not to the same depth, obviously, as we do the rugby league. But no, nah. uh, from an Australian perspective, uh, yeah, we're pretty we'll, across. we'll be across it.
0: And for anybody out there, if you're not familiar, we'll have some listeners that have followed us on our other podcast. We've done the fifth and last NRL podcast for a decade now. Rugby league. We're now tapping into this and getting get to go for a year with the two crossover. We'll have uh, social media and everything up and running in the coming days. A bit of a last-minute decision to jump in before this season. So we don't even have a name for the podcast yet. We've got a few ideas, but once that's all up and running, you'll be listening to this at the time, and we'll see how things go this year. We'll obviously have some people that cross over. We'll have some new listeners that come on Fourth and
1: inches was what we were thinking. Fourth like that.
0: Yeah. So for anyone out there, if you're brand new and you're not coming out from the rugby league side with us, I'm Lewis. I'm Brock. This is Brock. We're a pair of brothers who... uh, Lifeline leaguers, but love sport. And NFL is probably our number two, I'd say. Yeah. Behind league. For a good reason. You're a Falcons fan. Tortured Falcons fan. I'm a Patriots fan. Yeah. So, different conferences. We played in a a Super Bowl not that long ago. Unfortunately. That That I attended by myself. You poor bastard on his honeymoon. Dipped into the pocket. Dished out the extra wedge and... Led 28-3. Gargar was good and the Falcons were good for the first half. And there wasn't much else good about it. No. So... What we're going to do here, we're not going to go full Bill Simmons style, which I actually love his show and do the lines and all that. That's probably a bit crazy for most people in the full overs, unders, but we'll go for the divisions. We'll think, pick who we think will win each division, how we think teams will go, the wild cards, and then just give a prediction. Rough on the Super Bowl or the conferences, whatnot. But if you're a first-timer um, around that, probably just a little bit, or if you're more interested in how the divisions work, obviously compared to Australia where you got league and we just have the ladder and we have the top eight or the top four, AFC, NFC. There's two conferences. You got to win your division to get into your conference finals, and then the winner of each side of that basically their own grand final plays in the Super. Bowl. Yeah, and then you've got
1: three wild cards. So the next in. best three records in that conference. Yep. Go through from those divisions. Uh, They'll be ranked five to seven.
0: They so expanded they seven
1: teams, fourteen. Yeah, seven teams from each conference. Fourteen team playoff system. Wild card weekend. Yep, and I think it's only the number one seeds now that you get a week off. So. Which is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, only the one seed from each conference. The other six teams have to play. Correct. Used to be two yeah. teams. Um, and how the schedule's made up, I know people have said to me, I'm confused. Mm-hmm. Well, in division, you've got three teams. You play home and away. That's six-year games. Everyone has one bye. They play four against another division um, in their conference. Play four from a division outside of conference. And then the NFL basically have another two against another conference uh, within their own division. And then they flex a game in there. So if the other year they wanted to see Tom Brady play Mahomes, that was just a random one that wasn't part of it. Mm. But yeah, if, say if you're the NFC East, you might play AFC East and NFC West that season, etc. So
1: yeah, it a, just works on a rotational basis. A so. system that
0: rolls, but where do you want to start, mate? NFC or AFC? What do you reckon? Oh, I don't mind. Well, worry. let's jump into the one that provided one of the Super Bowl teams, I reckon. Let's start with the NFC East. So Sounds good. Generally the winner. Rotates every single year. That's been sort of the past of the decade. Most of the time, it's sort of chopped and changed. It's been Dallas, it's been Philly, it's been the Giants. Um, but this division last year, it produced two wild cards, the NFC champion and Super Bowl, div- and the division winner in Philadelphia Eagles. Hmm. They were 14-3. Dallas, 12-5, and the Giants, 9-7-1, and got through. The Washington Commanders were 8-8 and a tie. They missed out, but... Um, it's been a, a very good conference. It's, some years it hasn't been so good, but at the moment, there's two teams that look like on the up. The Giants obviously on the up with Dayball last year. So where do you want to start? you want to start with the Giants? Come on, let's just roll. Let's come do the Giants. On, let's roll. Dayball, it's year two. They paid big money to Danny Dimes. Saquon held out. He's now come back for one year and a bit of drama. They traded for Darren Waller. Um, You know, I guess their safety nets for Dimes, he's not exactly the most... Expensive quarterback or the best quarterback but Dayball certainly makes him work within that system so to have Saquon you're talking about Daniel Jones yep, yep. to have Waller um, you know guess they they got a couple of guys there they kept Slayton was pretty good Darius Slayton Sterling Shepard's been injured they drafted a guy Hyatt who they're pretty high on Crowder is another sort of outlet but I think here it's simple can he improve for the money they paid him he better want to improve they paid him 160 million that's mm. crazy money yeah it is it is.
1: Uh, you know. I don't I don't have them in division, so.
0: Neither do I. Defensively, <laughs> some slight improvements. Okariki from the Colts, which is pretty good. Their first round pick went with a the corner. Uh, their run day was shit last year. Past defense was okay. Leonard Williams, Dexter Lawrence, they're pretty good on the D-line on the interior, but, you know, I, I think they'll be nuisance value again. Dayball's proved that he's been a good coach at the Pats and obviously at the Bills. But, yeah, um, I just think if... Danny Dimes is your quarterback in last year. I think they will be second in the division. I've got him third. Yeah, I've got him second. So, not 100% sold on what's sort of going down with them there. But, yeah, I, I guess, again, it's more... You're going to pay him that sort of money. He needs to improve old well, Dimes. He looked like he was on the out. But Dave Ball got the best out of him. Daniel Jones. Did they invest too much? People aren't going to understand. Danny Dimes. Yeah, they're not going to understand. Well, Daniel Jones. He got $40 million a year, which is crazy for him, in my opinion. Mm. Absolutely crazy. So... Uh, Saquon, do you think they'll sign him long-term? Running back's obviously been on the outer? No.
1: In terms of money? Too many injuries. One year for now? Yeah. And then an older Waller? How do you think that's going to play out? I like him. It's a bigger target for Jones. I think that'll, that'll work. Yeah, I, th- I think they'll improve. I think Brian is a good coach. Mm. I think they've got a good defense. They'll be tough. Yeah, but yeah, I don't have them winning it. I've got them finishing second. Who's up next? Let's do the Commanders. Yeah. So, I've got them last. I think they'll be rubbish. There's been a bit of drama there. Oh, Riverboat. I think, Riverboat, I think uh, their coach is rubbish.
0: Riverboat Ron, it's year four. There's pressure. They brought over enemy from the Chiefs. There's been talk already about some discontent there. Uh, pressure certainly on for Ron, you'd think. It's year four. Yeah. New owners, Dan Snyder, who the Americans, and a lot of them over there, consider the worst owner in the league. Since then, they've been there. Everything's just gone backwards. So they've got a lot of hope about the future. But yeah, last few years, he had Haskins, who he got rid of, he had Fitz for one game. Heineke did a bit of a job, he rolled Wentz in, and now they're going with their fourth-round pick from last year, Sam Howe. They've got Brissett, Jacobi Brissett is his backup. Wouldn't surprise me if he took over. Not long into it. Hmm. Um, and I think for them, they're good nuisance value, particularly their D-line is awesome. That's the strong point of their team. Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen's sweat. Chase Young's coming off an injury. That That's one thing they certainly do, and they found... You know, Gibson and Robinson last year, they're two running backs. Dotson, McLaurin, I think they've got some good weapons, but at the same time, can they score points with that quarterback? Yeah. I think they're going to be similar to what they were. They're not going to be an easy out with what they've got on their D-line in particular, but on offense, despite having some weapons, uh, the quarterback options don't look great. But with enemy, he was wrapped for a lot of what happened at the Chiefs. If Jacoby took over and he lets him run his race there with Dotson... McLaurin, those two running backs, I don't know, but I sort of get the feeling that they're probably going to be last in the division, but this division's always tight. So yeah, it wouldn't it surprise is. me if they were 8-8 eight and eight again and got some wins there, but that, that D-line in particular, as the establishment, uh, the establishing piece moving forward. If, if Ron's gone this year and they look at the enemy or someone else, some new owners who are going to want to spend money, they're talking about getting a new stadium. I, I think there's a lot of positives that are going to come in the future for the Commanders, but I don't see it this year.
1: Me either. Me either. Fair so enough. a new coach and a decent quarterback. Mm. And that's probably the question. Do
0: you want to really win this year or do you want to try and go for a Drake May or Caleb Williams? I don't think they're going to get that low. Mm. Too I've
1: seen some people picking them to make, uh, make a run at the playoffs. So. Well, that's what I mean. Could with that D-line,
0: the two running backs, the if receivers. If the quarterback
1: works out, who knows? Yeah,
0: if Brissette turned out to be solid with bien like we're saying. Um, the D-line certainly. I don't see it. Causes enough drama, but yeah, off the back of that. We've both got them coming fourth, but it is a tight division. Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Mm. You got Jerry. Jera. Uh, This was a, a weird one for them. Kellen Moore was one of the old Cowboy love children. He's been moved on. He's been kicked out by Big Mike. He's taken the play calling back. There's been a lot of videos and stuff this offseason of the defense ripping the Dak, and he's been throwing picks, and his own cornerback, especially Diggs, has been really hanging on him, so that's pretty interesting. Been a lot of talk about the last few years with the leg injuries. He doesn't run anymore. And if he's just a pocket quarterback, that's not exactly the greatest thing. Um, Zeke they've moved on from him. He's gone. The one real positive, I guess, at the back end of last year was the defense under Dan Quinn. Michael Parsons, one of the best players in the league. Um, Him and Lawrence, they restructured. Tyron Smith, Zach Martin got a new deal. They've really focused internally on their line. And the defensive players, they tagged Pollard. He's off an injury. He's good. Schultz was his main outlet. He's gone. Zeke gone. Um, Brandon Cooks is on their team. It's his 100th team. So between him, C.D. Lamb, Gallup off the back of his injury last year, in the O-line, is there enough there and for Dak if he's not going to run just to be a pocket quarterback? I'm off him. I've got him running third. See, so I've got him second, and mainly off what I think they've got defensively, and they've got a good secondary, like Wilson – Diggs, those few guys last year, they got Gilmore for a cheap pick. Micah, Lawrence, the interiors, you know, a bit so-so. But, yeah, I'm more going off the back of what Quinn did and what they got on their defense. And funnily enough, they traded Trey Lance late. That was a strange one. Hmm. So, you know. Yeah, I don't think it's a happy joint at the moment. That's why I'd be interested to see whether they're trying to...
1: I think they're a little, there's a little bit of parramatta about about uh, the Cowboys. You reckon? I think they most slide. If things go a bit off... They might look at Lance for a little bit. Mike McCarthy will be bye-bye this year. Mm. Gerrard. Duck Prescott won't be long for the snip either. Well,
0: I'll tell you what, if he goes, I think Quinn will take that job straight away, wouldn't he? Yeah, I don't know. They paid him him a fair whack to stay as the D coordinator. You'd think so. But I'm sort of similar to you. I think Pollard was awesome, but will he come back off that injury, Gallup? But if it's basically CD and they're
1: relying on those few other guys health-wise... They've got good receivers, but... I'm not sure Duck's. I think Duck might have started to dip in his career.
0: Well, like I said, his his effectiveness went when he stopped running a bit. If he's just going to be in the pocket. Mm. Um, But yeah, I think they'll be very heavy on their D. Some people in the American circles are talking about a Super Bowl contender. Dallas? Yeah. I think they know a bit more than us, but (laughs) I think when I look here, NFC, they're the third-ranked team in the odds, which surprised me, but... Mind you, I know we said this previous years, but compared to the NFC, AFC, NFC's not that strong. I think the two top teams are pretty obvious again. 49ers and, and Philly. That's my opinion. Yeah, I've got Philly
1: but One in this division. I,
0: yeah. I've got, you know, Dallas there, so we finish off with the Eagles, and I, I think the Super Bowl burn's going to be big this year. Hurts, I think he'll approve again. I know they've lost their defensive coordinator, their offensive coordinator. They got in early. They paid him a really good contract. You know, Sanders, they weren't going to pay him, but on the flip side of that, they traded DeAndre Swift and Penny for cents on the dollar. So they've got two good running backs with the price of one. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Goddard. I think he's got great run after the catch threats. He's got an outlet and Goddard. Good receivers. The run options they had for him, I know the coaches changed, but surely they're going to be able to continue the foundations of what they put there. And his passing is just going to get better, you'd expect. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, And then on the flip... You look at the strategy they've had. Like <clears throat> you win, people want to get paid. Javon Hargrave left the line. Gardner Johnson in the backfield. Kazir White, that linebacker. But they've patched up well through the draft. Like last year, they got Gordon David, Jordan Davis. They've really just leaned on the Georgia Bulldogs who have had NF already plays. This year, they racked up two. Um, Jalen Carter was talked about as being probably the best player in that draft this year. But he had off-the-field issues. Philly picked him up late. Then Nolan Smith, who had injuries as an edge rusher. They took a flyer at him as well. So, in terms of retooling and finding space, um, I think they've done a really good job. And then the other thing, they've got one of the best offensive lines. You've got the best off- offensive line. Lane Johnson, Maiolata, Kelsey come back, Dickerson they drafted. You know, Roseman and Sirianni, the jam does a really good job. The coach, they're all in. I think the questions for them is just probably the safety and the linebackers, but they should be improved on offense again. It's a great line. And if they're good on that side of the ball, um, I'm sure they can do enough on the defensive side. And if some of those Georgia players hit and mix in with what they've got there now, who knows? But I, I just think offensively, there's still room to grow with Hurts. I think they've only just scratched the surface.
1: Yeah, I can't see it going as smoothly this year as it did last year for him. Uh, But yeah, I've still got him top. Mm. But
0: the other one I'm interested, I think Devonta Smith's only going to get better. And... Two running backs, like Penny, when he's healthy, he's been good, swift as well. yeah. But like we've seen and they've spoken about now, health-wise, uh, running backs, they just don't get paid that much. So if you can do it by committee, or get a couple of bodies in there. Boston Scott's proved valuable from over years. like They'll just do it by committee. And Hertz has essentially got that run option himself as well. Yeah. From a fantasy option, I think he'll be high up in a lot of people's drafts as well. Yeah, agree. Okay. So there you go. NFC East. We both got the Eagles first. Yeah. You've got the Giants second. Uh, yes. I've got them third. I've got the Cowboys second, and we're both on Washington fourth, but I think it'll be close. Yeah, I've got Cowboys third. And looking at the odds for the NFC East, Philly are the favorite at $1.85. Cowboys, eighty five. Cowboys two ninety. Giants, $7, and the Commanders are 12 So, yeah, consensus there. These things are a bit rough. Let's do the NFC West. Next, 49ers won that division last year, 13-4, obviously played the conference championship, lost. Seahawks bounce back, 9-8, and eight, got a wild card. Rams 5-12, and 12, Cardinals 4-13. and 13. Um, And in terms of their, like when you look at the draw this year, they're playing the NFC East, so who we just talked about. That's a bit rough on that side. And they've got the AFC North, so in terms of their schedule, that's rough as well. AFC North, as we know, is stacked. Yep. Let's start with the most obvious one here, or the first two, because I think they're pretty easy. The Cardinals are an absolute train wreck, and I think they're going to get the first pick.
1: Yeah, they'll be go.
0: They've brought in... They'll I'll, be lucky to win a game. Gannon's the new coach, but they've completely blown this thing up. they fired Kingsbury. They fired the GM, Kyme. I reckon they'll cut bait with Kyler, that deal, and just cop it on the chin. They've already been trading away draft picks. They cut Hopkins. They traded Isaiah Simmons. Picks, catch base. They've got two firsts, a second, two thirds, a fourth, three fifths, Buda Baker, the best defensive player who's left over, said he wants to trade or a new deal for his position. And they've just traded for Dobbs, who's a career backup. And they've got a kid, Clayton Toon, who might be their starter, if he's not the starter. So between that and what they've got, yeah, there's not a whole lot there. Their first-round pick from Ohio State, Paris for the O-line, like they're just getting picks, cap space, and they're literally looking like they're trying to get Caleb Williams. Yeah, And with the two firsts, they might get him and then like a Brock Bowers from Georgia or a Harrison Jr., depending on where that pick lands. But at the moment, they're projecting both their first-round picks to either be first and in the top five. So if they do that, they're going to get two very good players and then go out and try and And spend it. This is a legit just demo job. (laughs) So if you're a Cardinals fan like our (laughs) mate Nolan in our draft who drafts them every year and just tortures himself, you may as well not watch your team this year, I don't think. Mm. And then I saw Jonathan Gannon's rev-up video today and it was a bit fucking weird. so (laughs) If you're a Cardinals fan, have fun with that train wreck. Yeah, Because I don't have a lot of good to say. And then, yeah, even the few positives, like Connor had a good year. Rondell, Ertz, like there's a few guys there I think now just looking around going, "Ah, fuck." If you're someone like Ertz has been around for a while, it's just a paycheck, I guess. Yeah, But there is not a lot going on here, so I've got them dead last fourth. Me too. They are tanking for Caleb Williams for sure. Yeah. That's the gal. If you, anyone is new to that, college football, type in Caleb Williams USC, you'll understand why. Because the dude is fucking good. Uh, let's do the next one, which I think is also going to be a demo job and it wouldn't surprise me if it gets torn apart as the year goes on. The Rams, the LA Rams, let's face it, McVeigh was out, then he's back in. I think that's enough of a worry. They, We know that they pushed all their pieces in, so a lot of people, if you don't do NFL, you can put cash into deals and pay signing bonuses and push money down the road. Later on, so you can try and keep a window alive. You can trade draft picks. You can trade capital. They've done all that to win a title, and they did. Yeah. And then last year, it all started to fall apart. Guys that were well-paid were injured. They were short in certain positions, and it's got worse this offseason. They are really in a position now where they're basically scraps and three marquee pieces. Stafford, who they gave a new extension after winning that elbow surgery, don't know if he's going to be the same. Like I said, it's not good when your coach was going to get a TV and then comes back. Cup's going to see a specialist right now. He's already injured before things are starting. That's not good. Um that to trade Ramsey to basically, again, pay the piper and ditch some cap. Robinson, they're paying more than half of his contract for him to go play for the Steelers. Rap, Floyd, they've leveraged their future for that title, and it's costing them now, and it's not going to be fixed in the next year. No. I would be surprised. They said they were trying to trade Stafford. No one's going to touch that contract. The only tradable pieces they've got left are Donald and Cup. Donald got paid bank. So unless they want to completely blow it up, which if I think if the year goes bad, they might, there is not much here to look forward to. And if any of those two or three... Yeah, I think are, they're
1: two dumpster fires, man. Yeah. Yeah, 100%.
0: Um, they didn't even have many draft picks. There wasn't much there for them. And yeah, between the names you would know, like Akers at running back, Van Jefferson, Tutu Atwell. They took Stetson Bennett, who's like 27, out of college from Georgia as the backup, like... Yeah, Uh, if you're a Rams fan, I I think, like you said, I hope you enjoyed that Super Bowl because this is going to be a knockdown rebuild for a year or two as well. Mm. And they've got no capital here to rebuild either. So it's all going to come off the back of probably, if they want capital, they're going to have to trade some of these marquee pieces while they're still there to completely reset and get cap space. Um, So I've got them third, but not that far ahead of the Cardinals. But I think the Cardinals are doing a much better tank job. In the NFC
1: (laughs) It's going to be a competition.
0: So this one's between the two teams that we've got left to talk about, who I think are great. And I got to see them play an awesome overtime game when I was in America. I don't think Seattle are great. I think they've improved a lot. I I think they've they've improved a lot. I don't don't think they're anywhere near San Francisco. though. Mm. Well, we'll find out this year, I guess. But they had a huge win last year, the Seattle Seahawks. They traded Wilson. The picks they got for it. They went with Geno. He was good. Um, The extension they got was a ridiculously good price. Like. Him for seventy-five million three years and it's able to be cut at the end of one year and basically walk away with nothing compared to Denny Daniel Jones getting 160 out of four. That's a bargain. Yeah. In quarterback terms. It allowed them to put money elsewhere. Kenneth Walker was great last year. They drafted another running back. You got Metcalf and Lockett. Then they got in Jigba with the first round pick. They got another corner, which they got Tarek Woolen last year, who was close to the rookie of the year. Condre Diggs, they got Julian Love, the safety. Jamal Adams is going to return, so they're secondary strong. Wagner's coming back on the cheap to join Jordan Brooks in the linebacking core. I don't think their lines are the greatest, but you know they are built to the draft again. They've got more picks this year, first, second, two-thirds. I think they're young and talented, and probably the bigger question here is probably maybe the offensive line, but um, to add in Jigba along with DK, Lockett, Walker, what Geno did, and then add more pieces to their defense. Uh, I think they might be a wild card. I don't know if they'll win the division, but I certainly think they can give 49ers some trouble. Yeah. But I've got them second, but yeah, I think they might be the mix for a
1: wild card. I'll them second. Yeah, I, th- I think they'll... they'll be very close to a wild card, I agree. Mm. Um, nothing
0: else to say on them? No. 49ers first pick, Um, I think the bigger question here is admitting when you're wrong. And they admitted they were wrong on Lance. It cost them some picks, but they've moved on. Got him off the roster. Um, Give that
1: one the full flush.
0: It wasn't a huge return money-wise, but the fact they're trying to get Bosa right now, I think it saved him a couple million dollars for this year, and they need him back. He's holding out at the moment, so he may not be their weak one. Mm. But they've got Purdy. early on. I, I think the real one here, which interests me, Like, Darnold was so highly touted. I know he's raw as all hell, but if anyone can get something out of Darnold, it would be Kyle Shanahan. So he's their backup. If Purdy's elbow's not good. Um, Like I said, they've moved off that blown draft. They didn't have a first or second this year. They moved on from Garoppolo. They've moved off Lance. McCaffrey worked out great for them with the way he coaches. I know that contract's big, but the way he utilizes him. Kittle hopefully can stay healthy. Run after the catch with Ayuk. Debo, um, the way they play. <laughs> Offensive line, they let go of McGlinchy, they still got Williams. It's it's a little more questionable, but one thing that's not is like we said, if they've got Bosa, Eric Armstead, he brought Javon Hargrave over from the Eagles. Fred Warner's one of the best linebackers in all of football. He's the quarterback on the defensive side, Greenlaw, who funga last year at safety. You know, I know D'Amico's gone, Jimmy Ward. Defense might be a little bit patched up in parts, but I think they've shuffled things well enough, and we know what their offense can do. Yeah, and a Kyle Shanahan offense that that sees them win the division, in my opinion. Yeah, are they better this year on the line than in the defense side of things? I don't know, but I think if Purdy plays the whole game last year, that that Eagles Forty Nine ers game's a lot closer. Mm. But I think again in the NFC, I, I think it's between those two again. So it's just who can patch up better and improve across the year, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I've got them first.
1: Me too, my friend.
0: So we're in full agreements for the NFC West. In terms of odds, um, if you want to have a crack on that one, 49ers are the dollar fifty favourite. Seahawks are the value we think they can do it at three bucks. Quarterback's the issue there, I, yeah. Hmm. If Geno can replicate a little bit this year again. No, I mean in Oh Purdy. Yeah. Or if they're not with Darnold. I'm just not sure I, again. But I think the best thing he's it's a very it's a system. He doesn't ask his quarterback to yeah, do I know much. That, but other than Dink and Dunk. But I think if you lost Debo or a Kittle and or well, McCaffrey went down, you'd be a bit worried.
1: But quarterback worries me, man.
0: Cardinals twenty-six dollars. That's worries how much of a dumpster fire that. Worries me man. It worries me, man. So got them moving on from that one. Now let's jump into the other NFC teams. How about your one? The Dirty Dirty South Yale. Yeah great. Falcons seven and ten last year. Saints seven and ten, Panthers seven and ten, and the Bucks eight and nine with terrific Tommy. It was a horrible division last year. They're matched up with the NFC North, which isn't bad, and the AFC South. So schedule wise, they couldn't have been done any more favors. AFC South's at dumpster fire, hmm. and the North Vikings stripped out a little bit. The Packers no longer have Aaron Rodgers, and the Bears are a dumpster fire. So opens things up. But let's start with the Bucks because I think they're going to be a bit of a, a bit of an issue. Brady's gone. Uh, there's a few guys there, I guess money-wise, they're paying the price. They paid Shaq Barrett and Bunting, a lot of these dudes, and similar deal. They're another one who didn't so much trade picks, but they did contracts where money got pushed down the road, and now they're paying the price. Yeah. So they won their Super Bowl, got to an NFC title again, missed out on that. But yeah, like O.J. Howard, a lot of the pieces they had, Fournette, Murphy, suck up the kicker. They've they've moved on from a lot. They've got Edmonds in a bargain deal at running back from the Cardinals. Baker Mayfield, this is one of his multiple stops. They were $55 million over the cap before the year started, so they had to do some serious demo work. Hmm. Um, the one upside, I guess, if Baker's serviceable, Evans and Godwin are two good receivers, but Evan, uh, Godwin was off an injury played year. Evans has got the shits. He looked for a new deal. He's saying if it's not done by week one, he won't be there next year. So after a decade-plus and a 1,000-yard season every year, if he's not happy, that's not a positive. Um, And then on their D-line, one of the guys they did pay, Devin White, basically said he wanted out, so I'll be interested to see if that remains that way, if it's a rebuild. But I don't know. I think they'll be interesting on offense, but on defense, I still think they're pretty good. Shaq Barrett, Levante David, Vita Vea, try on the D.E. they got if White is there, Winfield, Dean Davis at the back. Uh, I think a lot of those dudes are checked out but I think what you just said is probably the mm-hmm. biggest question if things are going to get blown up and things start ugly and a couple of those guys on offense i yeah, or get them last yeah I've got them fourth as well but yeah Damn just interested to see how that all works but yeah I think for them similar deal probably better off selling up if you can get anything out of Shaq Barrett or someone need someone later in the year or one of your receivers maybe get some draft picks back. Yeah, slowly rebuild and maybe have to convince one or two of those guys if they can stay. Like you know they have got Tristan Wurst and their line is still any young, but maybe try and keep a few of those pieces and just again shuffle the decks to reload for the future. It's not like this division's not within reach anytime soon. Yeah, that's true. No one's really set up. Um, but I've got them fourth as well. Carolina Panthers. Frankie Reich is in. They moved on from the experiment they had, Bryce Young, first pick, Dalton as his backup, the mentor, big turnover in terms of, players, like they traded DJ Moore, they traded McCaffrey, you know, DJ Chark, on a flyer, Thielen is a bit older, they already had, LaVisca Chenault, Terrence Marshall, um, Sanders on the cheap, to join Chuba Hubbard, Hayden Hurst at tight end, I'd say there's a lot of guys, that are okay on offense, but it's not exactly, setting your world on fire, Mm. um, I think the biggest question is the line they drafted and tried to spend some money last year to protect Bryce Young, which they're going to need to because he's a smaller quarterback. But I mean, it should be a question. What can they do on offense and can they protect him? Yeah. Defensively, like Brian Burns is a good player. JC Horn, they brought Von Bell over. You know, they're, they're okay at linebacker. Shaq Thompson, a couple of those guys. But I think just... Across the board, not a whole lot of weapons. Can they protect him? I think they'll improve it across the year. Some yes, of the guys, they're running backs. If Sanders and Chuba Hubbard, you know, you've got more of a power back and a bit of a speed guy I can catch. Hurst is serviceable. Like I said, the receivers are serviceable, but I just think it's all a bit mediocre.
1: So, maybe third? Uh, the Panthers? That's where I'm at with him. No, I've got him finishing first in the division. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm. I've got him at third, but... <laughs> Just more off the offense, uh, you know. Think feeling and- defense is very, very good, and I reckon their offense has improved slightly on last year. So, yeah, I think between them and the Falcons, they're the two that I look at and go. They were the two that probably should have won that division last year, mm. didn't. And you know, Brady's gone. Sean Payton's gone from um, the Saints, so. Yeah. All right. Let's do your Falcons.
0: I think one thing's very obvious. You're going to be run heavy again.
1: Yeah. B. John Robertson
0: was your first-round pick. He was the man coming out of Texas. Yeah. Last year, Tyler Alagier, they found he was really good value. Corey Earl Patterson, they played that sort of way. You know, Kyle Pitts is essentially a receiver, not even a tight end. Drake London, Scotty Miller, Arthur Smith brought back Jonu from the Patriots who he had with yeah. him, the Titans. Again, I look at those sort of guys: safety valves, heavy run game, really good tight end, running back groups. But you're going to need it because he's all in on Desmond Riddell. It seems. Yeah, like and
1: we'll see that. I think that's going to be the biggest thing.
0: The last few games weren't that impressive, so that's the big question mark. Yeah,
1: and but I think that was good heading into the off season. Hmm. If he fires a quarterback, they can win the division.
0: O line is mint. You guys have spent more than most. Well, I'm sure we've done runners. that from Matt Ryan, Lindstrom, because they could never keep him up. Right? Matthews, McGary, like they really put some picks yeah. into their line. And really? you know the other thing? I'll throw this out there. I know he's not, he's not superstar, but he certainly did a job at Washington. If Heineke comes in as the backup, that's a pretty serviceable backup. Yeah, opinion. it is. Because yeah. with the way you guys run, he's mobile. Those valves that I've just talked about, particularly your two tight ends and London, et cetera, they're not going to be throwing bombs. It might be RPOs and play action and just trying to get short yardage picks ups yeah. on the back well, of it. The...
1: He's excellent offensively, Arthur Smith. So, so I'm not worried about our offense. Mm. The concern is always defense. defense. And yeah, I think the defense would
0: have improved. Well, they spent some money. Mm. They they went a couple of veterans. So, Calais Campbell, Jesse Bates uh, at safety. Paid big money for Jesse Bates. You know, Bud Dupree was picked up on a bit of a flyer, and Omnian to join Grady Jarrett, who's been the big man anchor in the interior yeah. the whole time. Traded for Jeff Okuda, the first round pick from the Lions, who was touted. AJ Terrell, they've got internally already big wrap. So interior, they're probably okay. The question is probably more, like you said, on coverage and linebackers, mm. but we'll see what that investment pays out. And yeah, it's been a couple of years now for Arthur Smith. So it's probably a big year for him. Um, seeing what he's invested in the running game and back in Desmond Ritter. Mm. But I think if things go wrong after a few weeks, Heineke is a pretty good swap in to yeah. run what he wants to do. Cause it's certainly going to be based off those three running backs. Yeah. I agree. Um, I've got them second, but it's more on the question of the quarterback, but I, Again, depending on how the NFC works out, if it's loose, it could be a wild card. Could be yeah. So I've got them second for now, but I think they might be. It wouldn't surprise me if they won the division.
1: Falcons. I think it's pretty open. Mm. Yeah, I've got them second. But the last one, the Saints. You, um, got, you got the Saints been in the division, you
0: grub. Well, again, because of the way their schedules have worked out, Derek. I think Derek is probably the safest pick of all the quarterback options yeah, here. I think he's gone backwards, and I think. They so finished know. third. They restructured. I hate the Saints. Yeah, I know you hate the Saints, but, but they can burn. They restructured uh, Thomas's deal. Found some money. He hasn't played him three years. Jamal Williams come over from Detroit. Had a massive year. Kamara suspended for a few games. They got a Lave last year. He's gone as well. Still got Hill. Larve
1: good. No, Kamara. He's going to say he's well past his best.
0: You know, Taysom Hill. They brought in Moreau. They yeah. bought Graham back yeah. on the cheap. So they're trying to plug up and be manageable. But yeah. I think on the defensive side, they're going side, back to the future. Defensive side of the ball, Jordan, DeMario, Davis, yeah. Werner, Lattimore, um, May, Matthew, like their safety, linebackers and secondary are pretty good. D-line's probably the question because they lost Davenport and Omionata, but yeah, I just think compared to Winston and Dalton, it's a massive upgrade at quarterback. It's a lot safer. Yeah. I think they'll, uh, cool. same deal, be able to dink and dunk them they're all right on defense, but that's what I mean. I think this one's the most open division of all. Flip a coin, and we win. Besides the Bucks, I think the other three any of them can win it. Yeah. So I've gone them for the win, but yeah. nothing would surprise me.
1: Good on you, mate. Good on you, mate.
0: And I think the odds will reflect that. So New Orleans is a two dollar thirty favorite for the South. Falcons are three twenty. Panthers are four fifty, oh, and the Bucks are seven dollars. Get on the Panthers at four fifty. So there you go. They think much of the same. It's one of the closest divisions in that regard. And then we finish off the NFC with the NFC North. Packers, no more Rodgers. They were 8-9 last year. Missed the playoffs. The Lions, 9-8. The old Dan Campbell, hype train and hard knocks. The Bears, 3-14. Justin Fields running for his life and just running in general. Mm. And the Vikings.
1: You like that?
0: Good old Kirk. kirk Kirky.
1: Strange <laughs> unit old Kirk. The
0: God lover. Oh, mate. That quarterback show when he started singing that song, I was like, all right. Yeah. Stop it, lady! You're scaring us. Somebody lock that man up. But they play the NFC South, so again, I think they'll be happy with that. But the AFC West, so that's a bit rough. Uh, unlucky. That's the uh, the old Chargers and the Chiefs and unlucky Broncos and maybe the Raiders as well. I don't think they'll be too crash out, but let's start with what has been a dumpster fire, the Bears. But Ryan Poles, they're one of the younger gems. He's made some pretty good moves, but again, I still think it's more for the future. It's not quite where it needs to be. Um, Fields has been exceptional with his feet and touchdowns, but your biggest problem is he gets hit too much. So, he does. That's right. Yeah. They've tried to invest in their line. Their first pick was done all right. They spent a little bit of money there, but they've just generally tried to upgrade across the board without going crazy. He generated $40 million in cap space for them. They've got two firsts, a second, a third, two fourths. It's a big year for Fields because, again, as much as they probably haven't provided him a line and weapons. They want to see pass progression, obviously, because he's shown he could use his legs. But he's probably not throwing enough. They've traded for DJ Moore. They got Claypool in last year. He's got Mooney, who plays inside. Foreman comes over with Khalil Herbert for a bit of a tandem. They extended Komet. They brought in Tonian, so he's got dual tight ends. Um, but again, they're not the greatest weapons, but they're solid weapons. Mm. But they're obviously trying to give him enough there to... At least see something there that gives them a bit of hope that maybe they're moving in the right direction. They didn't pay Roquan; they traded him for picks, um, Edmonds, Jack Sam on the linebacker, Eddie Jackson, Briscoe. They drafted a safety. Like they've got some stack of picks, making some small moves there just to improve. And they're obviously building again for this draft coming up. Yeah. So let's put it this way: if things start rough and he looks any good, I don't know what happens contract wise. Does he go somewhere else as a backup? Do they do what they try to do with a lot of these guys and turn him into a running back or a receiver or something else? Who knows? They just need to give him some time to but, be a
1: quarterback and keep him upright.
0: Yeah, I don't know if they're going to have enough, but they're playing the long game by looks at what they're doing. They're not trying to build it instantly and push everything all in. They're trying to build it steadily. Yeah, But, yeah, the question is, can they say enough from him to invest in him? Because it's coming to that point.
1: Where are you going to finishing?
0: I've got him last, still. I think they'll be better than three and four last year, but... I don't know. I still don't think there's enough there, so I've got them last in the north. Mm. What about yourself? Yeah, close, but yeah, I've got them last. All right. Leaving them behind, let's look at uh, the hype train that is the Lions. Big hype on the Lions after last year. Goff hits with the offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson. He was highly touted. He ended up saying he wanted to stay, so they've got him on board. Um, Obviously, Williams and Swift Went out the door, but they picked up David Montgomery, who was reliable for the Bears, and then drafted Jimmy Gibbs, the kid from Bama. Jemison Williams was going to be a great addition, but he got a six-game betting suspension, their receiving call. Hmm. So they're not going to see him just yet. But like, you know, Amun, Ra, St. Brown is their more reliable option. They've got some other guys that are pretty solid. Um, Nothing really crazy there, but it's one thing they've always said about Goff is he's accurate, and they've got a really good O line, Ragnar, Decker, Pene Sewell. So, when he gets time, he can move the ball. So, if they can run the ball with these guys, rely on them, get him in, I guess the biggest place they tried to improve is their defense because it was horrendous. Yeah. Hutchison was their real good pick for the rush. They spent another first rounder on the linebacker, Jack Campbell, Rodrigo, who they had last year, the guy that was the big highlight. They invested in their secondary, Gardner Johnson. Um, it has to improve all around, though. Pretty bad on all levels. But a lot of people, again, uh, over in America in particular, are right on the hype train in terms of the Lions there. I think mean, the fourth favorite for the NFC and the favorite for their division, but... I
1: don't know. I'll, yeah, I've got them in the division.
0: I was torn on them and the Vikes, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I've got the Vikes second. So, I think... Packers third. I think I'm... gonna. F-
0: uh, I'll stick with the Lions. Yeah, I'll stick with the Lions. I'll stick with the Lions at first. Well, who are we going to go? I was close to going on the Vikings, and I'll give my reasons when I get to it. But Carrot. Yeah, I guess we'll see if they can double down on the hype train. Now they that won everyone. a lot of close games last year. Mm. But I think draw-wise, yeah, they're going to get a real test. They play the Chiefs first up the Lions. Mm. Enjoy that. So I know Chris Jones would be helpful, but they're certainly going to get a gauge of where they're at. Mm. Um, but moving on from then... The Vikings, a little bit of a reset cap-wise, uh, but they did actually quite well. Kendrick's out, Thielen, Irv, Patrick Peterson, a couple of veterans guys probably chewing up money. Dalvin was probably the other big one. Um, but Kirk, super Kirk, that's where they're going to be leading again. But you've still got Jefferson, the trade for Hawkinson, they've now extended him. Osborne, Osborne sorry, KJ showed some promise. Addison from USC, who they drafted, the first, the wide receiver, they're really high on him. So they probably got, you know, with him and Osborne bit of regeneration around Jefferson. they got a decent offensive line. Um, and Madison, I think, showed the few times he got starts that he was a good running back. Yeah. So obviously, they're going to lean there. Their biggest issue, why being all-around good on offense, was they were 31st in D. But I think the big signing and the reason I would tempted to go first, they got Brian Flores over. Flores, when he's been at the Pats, Steelers, anywhere he's been defensively, he's shaped things very nicely. So yeah. they've got Davenport... The pass rusher, Brian Murphy, like I said, they reshape that cap a little bit. Offense is really, really good. If he can just take this average defense in a particular Davenport and Hunter, get things moving in the right direction, um, if, especially if Daniel Hunter stays healthy. Harrison Smith, um, year two of O'Connell. Now that Rogers is gone, despite the Lions, I, I think it's between them and the Lions to take this division. So they might be a wild card, yeah. Um, but I certainly think they can finish it. I. I'm saying second, but again, uh, I think they're very capable of winning it again. Agree, yeah. So the North is there for the taking, and the last team is the Packers. So Rogers trade the first two seconds. They get an extra first if Rogers plays 65% of the snaps. Barring injury, it's going to happen. So they've cashed out there. Love sat for a while. It's his fourth year, it's his time. So they're going to find out. They were smart. They didn't want to get into a fifth-year option battle and money. Um, so they agreed on a one-year deal for $13 million. So they're not going to have to worry about that. They're going to get to see if he can prove a point. And if he does, they'll talk to him about a deal after that. Yeah. So good business by the Packers, really. and Rogers, in the end, were basically toxic for one another. But, you know, I think the scarier part for him, excellent running back duo, AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. But, you know, Dobbs... Christian Watson, they're both second year guys. Musgrave, they drafted the tight end, but realistically, all around, the receiving call is really inexperienced. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, don't know how much help he's going to have there. Um, he's, he's definitely going to lean on the running backs. Can it be accurate? But they've got a mad secondary. Jaya Alexander. <coughs> oh, sorry. Oh, dear. Drawing out the throat there. Alexander, Savage, Rasul Douglas, um, you know. Quay Walker, Sean Gary, Preston Smith on their rush, uh, Devondre Campbell, Kenny Clark, etc. Their line, still pretty good, Batiari and all those sort of guys, so he should be well protected, but yeah, I guess overall, just weapons and offense, is there enough there for him to work with? They'll be able to run the ball, safeties are pretty good, lines pretty good, etc., but um, yeah, I guess just weapons and what they can do and what sort of player he is, but I, I think they were smart just to do that one-year deal and give him some money and basically say, that's what we're going to do. No fifth-year options, no negotiations. Here's a one-year deal. Uh see so you go. So I've got him third.
1: Mm, me too.
0: And looking at that division, I can bloody find it. The NFC North. The Lions are 240. Vikes 375, Bears 425, and the Packers are 475. So they're pretty confident on the Lions. I think there's a bit of value there at Vikes.
1: So did you have one, two, three?
0: I went the Lions, but I actually bugger it. I'm going
1: the Vikings, like I said. So I'm flipped. I'm going Lions, Vikes, Packers, Bears.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So if you like the Vikes for any value, 375. A little bit open there. A little bit open. i um, in the last division. I'm oh, sorry. That is the NFC. We're done.
1: That is the NFC, son.
0: So NFC. Your picks. Oh, I've got the Saints for the South. You've got the Falcons. Uh, no, I've got the Panthers. Oh, sorry. you got the Panthers. I'm just assuming because you got that. The West, you're on the 49ers. Yeah. East, you're on the Eagles. And North, you're on the Lions. Yep. I'm on the Vikings. What about wildcards? I've got the Seahawks.
1: Mmm. Yes. Yeah, Seattle.
0: Mm, it's a hard one, isn't it? Because the NFC I just don't think is anywhere near as talented.
1: Yeah, but there's still going to be seven teams. Yeah, we know that. Mm, So Seahawks.
0: Man. I'm going to go the Seahawks, the Lions, and the Cowboys. Close. I was close on the Falks, um, but yeah, I don't know. I just think think this is a race in two. wouldn't surprise me if it was Philly Sanford in again. Philly Sanford, yeah. But yeah, I've got Saints in the South, 49ers the West, the Eagles in the East, the Vikings in the North, and then I've got the Seahawks, the Lions, and the Cowboys. So two teams from the East. Two
1: teams from the north and two teams from the west. I'll go Vikings, Seahawks, Falcons. There you go. So you got two out of the south,
0: two out of the north, two out of the west. And if you're going to pick a winner of that conference, you like Philly or San Fran?
1: Uh, I I like Philly again. Um. Yeah, more just because I like the quarterback better. Yeah, and I, that's right, that's, I that's am. all. But if he gets injured, then it's open slather. I think it'll be San Fran. Yeah, well, they brought Mariota is probably similar to what they like, but I
0: would have yeah. kept Minshew. I like Minshew. Um, but they're the favorite. They're four dollars. The Eagles, Seattle, four fifty, shows what we're talking about in that regard. Dallas is next at seven. Detroit's ten. Seattle's fourteen. Saints, so oh, yeah, it really spaced out in the NFC. The bookies really only look only like those two. Yeah. So pretty much shows uh where the thinking is out there. So that's our picks on that side of things for the NFL. But AFC yeah, We're starting on that side of things. We've got the West in the AFC. Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers, Chiefs 14-3 last year, won the division, the conference, and the Super Bowl. Chargers 10 and 7 were a wild card. Raiders 6 and 11. Broncos 5 and 12. Dumpster fire. They match up this year. AFC East, which is tough, and the NFC North, which is okay. Um, Let's start with the Broncos. Hackett out. Russ ran wild. Plenty of cash. Trades, picks. Receiver injuries. But now they've got new owners. They've spent a stack. They've paid Payton. He's brought Stidham in as as an expensive backup. Spent huge money on the O-line. They were the most sacked quarterback last year. Sutton, Judy, he's got Mims in the draft. Javonta's back from an Andrew at running back. P. Ryan they brought over. He brought Troutman from the Saints. They got Dolchich. Um, so I guess weapon-wise, with the way he likes to play, he's leaving no excuses for Russell. And he's certainly making him accountable from everything he said so far. <laughs> he said a lot, old Sean. <clears throat> he certainly fried old Hackett. Hmm. Um, and then defense, you know, Patrick Sertane's a star. Simmons, the corner. Assault there. They traded some other picks. Um, so, you know, on the lines and all around, they're usually pretty solid on defense, but I think the main thing is he's an offensive guy. Mm. You show him, you know, what he can do with the system, and if Russell Wilson can't play well under him and he's brought Stidham over, it wouldn't surprise me if he torches that U1. Yeah,
1: I I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be all in this year.
0: Huge money, like you said, he spent on the <laughs> O-line. He's given him no excuses. I think he's doing it on purpose, yeah. that he can prove to the owners, like, you brought me in for this reason. Yeah. He's oh, either going to sink or swim, and if that's the case, we're demo-jobbing it. Yeah. So, other than that, yeah, good outline, line some good receivers, some other bits and pieces, but if it gets to it, wouldn't surprise me if he torched Russ. So, with that in mind, I've gone third place for the Broncos yeah, in the West. Yeah. Um <clears throat> Not completely sold, I'm uh, very interested, but yeah, Russell, similar deal. Year on year, running less and less, been less effective in passing, and then all the weird shit with. His own coach and an office and all that. He's Yeah, all that's gone. Strange. So he's either going to get back to doing what he did with Pete Carroll and the Seahawks or he's going to be traded or out of the league because he's got a lot of money and Peyton is certainly one ruthless Mofa. So, yeah, prior to Nate Hackett, like I said, he absolutely napalmed him. But that was interesting. Raiders um, was a pretty bad year probably the one real highlight was Jacobs and Crosby on either side of the ball he held out but he's come back he says no hard feelings clean slate but in that running back struggle that continues um, quarterback wise they've moved on from Carr after all this time Garoppolo comes in but he's off a foot injury he's always bloody injured is the backup heavy Pats flavor here the Patriots Jacoby Myers as well I think the question here they're a bit of one of retooling they had some bad contracts Waller was old and injured. Carr wasn't doing that well. Um, I think he sort of retooled a little bit here. Renfro, they paid him. He was average last year, but with Myers and him, Garoppolo, sort of dink and dunk. Um, Devontae's the big piece there. I wonder if he'll be happy with what's going on. Yeah. And if that'll last again, if they try to retool. I think draft wasn't. they got the best tight end, Michael Mayer. I think he's going to be awesome. Um, so that's helpful. Hooper used to be the Falcons of Cleveland, but for the most part, it's going to be dink and dunk. Renfro and Meyer, Adam Stuff will be run after catch. I don't see Garoppolo throwing home run hits, and that's even if he bloody plays, and they're going to be run heavy again, but the problem with that, the defense last year was one of the worst in the league, and it hasn't got a whole lot better in all departments, because they didn't have money to spend, so... Yeah, I think for that reason, Crosby Channel is old as all hell. But they've ditched most of their big deals. They've got budget veterans. It's it's a bit of a transition year, I think. So I've got them coming last in the division, and I can't see Jimmy G playing a full season. He never does.
1: Nope. So <laughs>
0: for old, uh, yeah, McDaniel's. Oh, sorry, Josh. Josh
1: McDaniel's. Where you, where have you got him finishing?
0: Last. Fourth in the division. Yeah. I think it's, like I said, it's a tough old year with what they've done. What about yourself? Last. Yep.
1: Actually, I'm going to flip. I'm going to go Raiders third, Broncos last. Okay. Get that up you Sean Payton. You're go. Third for I reckon McDaniels and Garoppolo will do better than Payton and... Well, if you can stay on the field, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. Payton and
0: Wilson... Um, charges. Herbert's broken All sorts of records But playoffs Have sort of eluded. They've really stacked up As we know When you, you get a quarterback And he's not on a deal yet You've got to take advantage They've certainly done that They've had bad injuries They've had some poor coaching um, Staley's done some strange shit With analytics and Going for it on fourth down Before that Wasn't that great either But they've pushed all it again They went a luxury pick Quinton Johnson from TCU Another huge receiver to go with Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. Eckler come back. They've got a good line. Kellen Moore's being brought over as the new offensive coordinator. Rashawn Slater's back on the offensive line. Mack coming over on the cheap on a trade with Bosa. Murray, Kendrick's in. JC Jackson's healthy. Asante, Samuel Jr., Derwin James. Like, I think for them, it's the year. Because once they pay Herbert, you can't have all these players yeah that's right so big things been health but there's also been some bugger up on coaching and for the most part Herbert's been the difference in a lot of these wins so correct yeah Yeah. some guys need to stay on the field like Bosa Derwin James Jackson etc but solid secondary decent enough linebackers good pass rush line weapons Uh, if they're ever going to get the Chiefs I think the real difference here like I said with them same deal guys taking money this would be the year yeah so I've got them
1: finishing first. I've yeah. not beaten the Chiefs.
0: I've got them first as well for the same reason. I think it's it's that time and they're never going to get a better chance. And once they pay Herbert, they are going to be a lot of guys moving out.
1: Yeah. So they're not going to get a better chance. And The issue is the coaching.
0: Yeah. Staley needs to work on some stuff. A little stuff. bit of a concern. Yeah. Like I said, Herbert's done plenty on his own. They've got weapons. But once they pay him, it's going to be a different story. Yeah. So the time is certainly now um, for the Chiefs. We know they won everything last year. Whole kick and caboodle. And as long as they've got Patrick Mahomes, Kelsey, Andy Reid, they're always going to be there. Mm. But probably a big question here. Like everything, off another Super Bowl, it's receivers and running back. you got him, Kelsey, great offensive line. He just makes it work. He made it work last year. Pacheco, you know, is a seventh rounder or an undrafted. I can't remember which one. It was awesome last year. edwards A'Laire hasn't quite worked out, but they get versatility from him and McKinnon. Run after the catch, passing options. Lots of trick plays. Um, Kadarius Tony. Can he turn into something more? But yeah, they're, they're receiving core. Besides Scantling, is very light on. Sky Moore, year two. Justin Ross, year two. Drafted. Rashi Rice. He, he said good things about all of them. No doubt. They'll find ways to make things work. But um, yeah, I, I think the biggest thing for them, like I said, their they're line stacked. Thune, Creed. Uh, Joanne Taylor. But You know, they've got Chris Jones holding out. He was their best player on defense last year. Yeah. If he's not there, no one's penetrating. They don't have a great pass rush. Nick Bolton was great at linebacker. Willie Gay Jr., like, they've got some good pieces there. Sneed, McDuffie, second year drafted. Justin Reed from Houston, their secondary's okay, but yeah, I think this is the old, same old, same old. It's Pat, it's Kelsey, it's Reed, and if they don't have Jones on the D um, and the receivers don't, improve it it might be they'd definitely get to the playoffs Mm. but receiver wise and depth wise i think this is going to be the biggest challenge so for that reason similar to you and if jones jones says he can hold out for half a year if he wants to money wise Mm. so that's scary so for that reason i've got him second for now
1: me too my friend
0: Mm. but they are the heavy favorite in the west they're a dollar 55 charges if you're with us they're the value pick at four bucks, the Broncos is seven fifty, the Raiders are twelve dollars. So not much interest there. The East, I reckon, probably the most competitive division this year in the AFC. It's stacked besides the North, maybe. Um, Bills won it last year, the division. Finns were nine and eight. Patriots eight nine, Jets seven and ten. They play the NFC East and the AFC West, so it's a pretty hard draw for them this year. In the NFL scheduling circles, they reckon it's the hardest draw you can have. Yeah, this really. season. And then internally in their own division, look at the quarterbacks now. That's true. So, uh, Rodgers at the Jets, I know Max Average at the Pats, but you got Belichick and great defenses. Fangio's the D coordinator with McDaniel who made Tua look like superstar and the Jets got Rodgers. So, um, I guess we start with the Bills. Another year, I think, sort of missed, but it, it was a hard one for them last year. Like, that had Diggs drama at the end. That's happened a few times. Von Miller does his ACL. But the big one, I think for them, everything sort of changed. That DeMar Hamlin moment. Um, they had the snowstorms and some stuff going on in Buffalo. I think it was just a real heavy year off the field. So in terms of that and a few things. But they've come back this year. And they've restructured you know, Allen's deal, Von Miller's deal, Diggs' deal. They've pushed money to try and make things work. Damien Harris from the Patriots in Singletary out. They've certainly lacked in that part and he murdered them in two games they played. Mm. So that's an upgrade. James Cook, uh, Dalvin's brother, good run after the catch. You know, they lost Edmonds out of their linebacker but they were able to get Shaq Lawson re-signed. Poyer, Matt Milano, Dalton Kincaid, the first round tight end to pair up with Dawson Knox. Um, you know, Gabe Davis is a home run hitter. I know they're not Super in their receivers, but the upgrade at tight end, the threat that Josh Allen is with his arms and his legs, I think your biggest question is is digs all in. They're saying they've squashed the issues, but yeah, he did it at the Vikings. But yeah, it looks like they've upgraded the running game. Damien Harris, Latavius Murray is a heavy runner in the cold up there, been able to pound the rock. And then old uh, Josh Allen just does his thing when he gets inside the, the red zone. And defense, yeah, I guess health. They're Miller.
1: numero uno for me, my friend. Yeah, Miller's missing,
0: um, but their picks, Espinosa, Russo, they need to lift. They brought Leonard Floyd, they've got Ed Oliver.
1: Tredavis White's back. I so, think this is the year for them too. Similar, I think this this is it. We've had so, a couple of, couple of bad beats. I've got them as
0: uh, first, but yeah, I'm uh, thinking this is the... They've, they've waited for the hardest year, if we're being honest. Patriots. Bill O'Brien's come back for the offense after the absolute joke that was Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. That was (laughs) the weirdest shit you've ever seen. I think it's going to be much steadier. Um, Myers, Aguilar out, Harris out, but Ramondre was great last year. They got Zeke for cheap on the late, um, probably to do some carry in the red zone. Juju's a weird one, but he's a big body. Um, You know They're probably going to play more underneath. The deal they gave Devontae Parker was confusing. Um, That one sort of surprised me. Kendrick Bourne, they're really big on Butte, the guy they got LSU, the fifth rounder. Jisiki with Hunter Henry, I like. Did the old dual tight ends in the run game. That's probably where it's going to have to happen. Just give him some safety valves and then work with Ramon J and Zeke. Um, but we all know what the Patriots do best. They run the football and they win with defense. Yeah. So, there's no way things can be anywhere near as worse offensively with O'Brien as what they were with Patricia and Judge. So, I expect Mac to be more like he was in year one. Is he the long-term answer? I definitely don't think so. But I definitely expect things to be a lot better with O'Brien. Yeah. That's but where you got him. defensive side, you know, both the Joneses, they found value. They draft another cornerback. Judon, Dietrich Wise, Utre, good pass rush. Their line's pretty solid. Um, in this division, though, I, I think they might finish last. Wow. But I think this is another one of these divisions where it's going to be all within a game of each other. mm. That's ruthless of me to say about my own team, but I don't know. I, I, man, it wouldn't surprise me if they got a wild card, but I could also see them come last. Yeah, I got them last. So, yeah, it's just it's just a stacked division. And moving on from that one, uh, the Dolphins. I think yeah. the, the biggest signing for them was getting Vic Fangio on the defense.
1: Yeah, true.
0: He does. He's done wonders everywhere he's been. The Broncos, like while they struggled on offense, he was always really good on defense. They traded for Ramsey because the Rams just need to offload. He's injured, but he should be back. Christian Wilkins, Ogber on their lines. They got Chubb last year. Jalen Phillips they drafted. Xavier in the secondary, Holland. Um, They were 27th, but with some of the pickups and having him on board, I think all around their defense is going to be much better. The biggest question for them is the same thing everyone said last year, until I stay on the field. Because with the way McDaniels runs things, having Waddle, having Tyreek, Mostert, Wilson... They've got speed everywhere. He just needs to stay upright. Yeah. And big part of that comes with your line. They bought Armstead. Um, their line, other than that, I don't know if it's greatly improved, but, yeah, if their defense is stacked and they can continue to throw the football like that and he stays upright, I think they could win the division. Mm. Um, but someone with his history of injuries, and it doesn't take much, doesn't fill me with a lot of confidence. So... Yeah, <sighs> yeah. I got him running third. Yeah. I'm I'm sort of torn between that and second, but I was more thinking third because if he's down, they paid Mike White from the Jets, but yeah. And if, you know, if Ramsey's injury doesn't come good and <coughs> Mostert and Wilson, when they're at the 49ers in here, they're injury prone as well. Yeah. So I think the highlight of their teams obviously Tyreek and Waddle. Speed to burn, but we'll see what happens. But I've got him third in, in the Jets. We know what happened there. Rodgers... Huge signing. Dalvin Cook, he might get suspended still, but if he stays on the field, depending on his off-field issue. You know, Brees Hall's off an ACL, so that's a bit rough. Um, Conklin, Uzma at tight end for him. Him and Wilson's probably the big one to watch. That's the combo. Yeah. Um, but he brought his buddies, as he always does. Old Rogers, Lazard, Cobb. The O-line's the big question, though. Makai Beck did they've had raps on forever. He's unfit. He's always injured. Dwayne Brown, 16 years in the league. Um, but they went 7-10 and 10 last year purely off their defense. So you put Rodgers on the other side, you think they're going to find a few more wins. Yeah, I agree. Their D line is ridiculous. Quentin Williams is awesome. Their linebackers are solid. Source Gardner, Reed, Amos, Whitehead in the secondary. Um, defensive Rookie of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year, and then you mix in another defensive end, Will McDonald, who's a rusher. Jermaine Johnson, who they drafted last year, as a rusher. They're going to be based off their defense, but yeah, you put a Hall of Fame quarterback on the other side. Absolutely. You'd like to think uh, they'll be up there, but I've got them second. I think they'll probably be in the mix maybe for a wild card, but this division... I've got them second, and I've got them getting a wild card, definitely. This division's going to hurt each other, I think, though, Mm. internally because it's so stacked. So...
1: We'll see.
0: That's uh, one thing that worries me a little bit, but yeah, at the end of the day... We'll have to see how that plays out, and um, the toilet bowl of the AFC, the South Jags, won the division last year nine and eight, Colts four and twelve, Texans three and thirteen, Titans seven and ten. They play the AFC North, which is rough. NFC South, which pretty much mirrors them. That's the most open division on both sides. Yeah, both Souths. I think the Jags will go back to back. Um, in terms of change, there's not a whole lot there. Like you think. Peterson, year two, Lawrence, made a big difference to him. You know, Etienne is there. They made some changes at running back. They brought in Dionis Johnson from Cleveland. Calvin Ridley's the big in, along with Zay Jones and Kirk and Ingram, who they upgraded. Um, their offensive line wasn't the greatest, and they lost the player, so that's a worry. They've got good rushes. Their defense isn't too bad. Like linebackers, Olaquan, Lloyd. Um, you know, they want to see more probably out of Trayvon, who they drafted as their first pick a few years ago. Um, so that side of the ball I guess they're okay and they drafted a lot of defensive players with extra picks and only got one on the O-line and Cam Robinson the other offensive linemen banned for four games as long as losing to Juan Taylor so that's probably their biggest issue but Peterson Lawrence was sought after Ridley is going to be good according to what he's been doing in camp I know a year off it's a long time Kirk Ingram Um, I think this is there for the taking for them
1: and very good invention. First. Yeah. I might reserve my judgment. Mm-hmm. So you're going. Let's go through it no. and <clears> I'll <throat> right. Well, I'm going with the
0: Colts. I reckon that's gonna be a toilet bowl. How's that sound? Toilet bowl? Yeah. Wright got fired. They brought in T V Jeff Saturday. That didn't work out. He was the interim. Steichen's coming. Um I know the offense he set up was great, but he's coming into a bad situation because he gets there. Richardson is raw as all hell. I know he's plenty of talent or people are saying he could do the Hurts thing, but
1: Mm.
0: I think athletically, you know, big, powerful, fast, probably more in the Cam Newton mold, but faster. But in terms of his passing, Mm. it's erratic as all hell. Yeah. They got average receivers. Jonathan Taylor was good. Then he wasn't good. Now he wanted to trade him. He's been abused by the owner. That's not looking good. Um, So he's not going to play to start with. So he doesn't have probably their best weapon on offense playing, you know, Pierce and Pittman, second year, like they're safe. Tight ends aren't great. No other running backs. Darius Leonard was their best linebacker and player. He's been injured. Is he going to be good this year? Isaiah Franklin, they got Buckner on the interior, but their secondary I think is awful. Um, and if Taylor's not playing and you're going to play a rookie all year, it's going to be a lot of RPO and trick players, but without Taylor and their offensive line took a step backwards, well, I think this is not going to be great. No, I agree. So... There might be some moments uh, for Richardson where you're like, holy shit, but I think this is a real rough situation to be walking into.
1: Mm.
0: Previous offensive line with Jonathan Taylor, I'd at least say there's a little bit there to protect him and That's try true. and do some dink and dunk. But yeah, um, yeah, there's some genuine concerns here. And
1: the <laughs> oh, only, is some the some is a bit crazy,
0: and yeah. I know Steichen could cook some shit up, but yeah, if Taylor's not going to run the field and Ursa keeps going with this, uh, yeah, I don't know. Mm. It's a worry, so I've got them fourth. Yeah, me too. Um, Texans, D'Amico, this is still a rebuild. He comes over, spent some picks, drafting capital, they've got room. Um, brought Jimmy Ward with him. Woods is the veteran receiver. They've got lots of young guys, draft picks. Dalton Schultz will be a good outlet for Stroud, who they drafted. You know, Devin Singletary at running back, pass cap and Damian Pierce was a great pickup for them early last year. Um, Keenum will be a good teacher, veteran for Stroud. Um, I think the other side of things, Will Anderson on the pass rush for Bama, they traded back up. I think that was a bit bit rough to give away extra picks to get back to him, but they've decided obviously to have a cornerstone piece on both sides of the ball, but I reckon the best part of the team here for them and for him is probably their secondary. Jalen Pitre with Ward, Derek Stinley Jr., they've got some good young pieces there, so I guess if he can get the defense sort of humming and develop... Uh, Stroud across the year with you know Pierce probably having to take plenty of carries and Schultz being a safe, safety valve like he was for Dak the rookie receivers um, John Mechie back this year as well but oh, I think it's just going to be a building year hmm. they got cap space they got draft picks for next year yeah. But third yeah I think probably third But they have to give him time they've fired coaches multiple years in a row he come over on a big deal and a lot of guarantees so this is a bit of a project yeah third the question again like yeah what, what can they do with Stroud and can they build this defense that's his strength so and the Titans uh, well drafted Willis now this year Levis as well so two rookie quarterbacks in a row they're off Tanner Hill they're back on Tanner Hill I think this is pretty simple this is just Derek Henry and a lot of Denner- Derrick Henry Derek. they're going to run the ball Burks' second year he's joined by D-Hop He's never really been a speed receiver, um, but, you know, he gets one-on-one balls. He's good in the red zone. Their line and tight ends, pretty average. Receivers, you know, okay, I guess. But, yeah, I think it's going to be a whole lot of Derek. And I guess the tough thing, it's year eight for him. He's had a lot of carries, but that's their valve. But I think for Vrabel, he's proved, even last year, they had more people on IR than anyone. They still almost found a way in. they got a hell of an interior line led by Jeffrey Simmons. Safeties by Adamani Hooker are pretty good. Um, I think he might be able to scrape it together a little bit on the defensive side of the ball, but yeah, it's going to be his defense again and the running game. So this division's obviously a dumpster fire for that reason. I've got him second, but that's what I'm saying. I think for the Jags, they're not going to get a better opportunity to win back-to-back. Jeez, I've almost got Tennessee first in that division. Well, I think Vrabel's the big one. Rabel's proved time and time again. It doesn't matter who he's got. He gets the job done. Yeah, I'm going I'm going Titans. First, Jags second. There you go. So mm. the point of difference we've got in the South. Um and for the AFC South, Jags are a dollar sixty two. Titans four twenty if you go your way. Colts seven. Tennis uh Texans are nine. So Big bickies there. And to finish off, probably the other stacked division along with the East is the North. Ravens, Browns, Steelers, Bengals. Bengals twelve and four last year, won the division. Lost the conference final. Ravens went ten and seven, got a wild card. Steelers nine and eight. Late in the year rattled off a winning streak. And the Browns seven and ten with uh Deshaun who doesn't mind a massage. Wow. But
1: what a division.
0: They're gonna be playing the NFC West and the AFC South, so AFC matchup's pretty good. West, you know, 50
1: 50. That's to good.
0: Pretty good draw. But in division, there's a savage. Big good games, though, out of that. Savage lot. division, though. Yeah. Oh, it's horrid. This division. But this one, hardest to pick, in my opinion. Hardest to pick. Hardest
1: division to pick? Hardest division to pick. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I've got, a, I've got a fair idea on how I'm going with it. Mm. All right. Well, who do you want to start with? Start with the Bengals
0: the Bengals I've yeah. got them first yeah me too so offensive line they invested in it last year but can it stay healthy because that's what cost them at the end yep yeah. they got Orlando Brown over from the Chiefs um, forward they upgrading the guard they lost their safeties Bates Bell um, so that obviously hurts a little bit so they're going to have to restructure sort of the secondary but you know mix and restructure to stay you know I think they've got the best trio of receivers Jamar Chase T Higgins and Tyler Boyd, tight end. They've been willing to plug in, plug out. They let her go. They've got Irv Smith Jr. I think he will work with Burrow. You look on that side of the ball, I just think, yeah. And then you've got him at quarterback. So that that's the big thing defensively. I know they've lost the safeties, but Hubbard, Hendrickson on the edges rushing. B.J. Hill, D.J. Reader, Logan Wilson, Pratt. Linebackers, like I think their front their linebackers can cover up, it's just whether their secondary can do a job. Yeah, but up front and on the offensive side of the ball, he's got a calf injury, they're saying he might have not been good to go. That's probably your only worry.
1: Yeah, yeah, If burrows upright
0: and and, you know, he's good. I I think they're still the best team, but this is the toughest division, I think, massively internally to win, massively. Um, but yeah. I'm first on them, and it's based off Barra on the offense. Yeah, I'm first. Jamar Chase is a weapon. He's a weapon. Mix and restructuring proves smart, and he wants to be there. Um, But, yeah, defense is pretty good. Just the secondary, a little bit of worry in the the line health, but I'm willing to go them again. Um, All right, let's throw it in there. Steals, late-season run. Tomlin always sort of gets himself in that position to have a winning record. Managed to do it again last year. Bit of hype around Pickett and the way things finished in his off season. Uh, you know George Pickens. They always seem to find these random receivers. Have they found another one? A lot of people are talking about that combo. Him, Deontay Johnson, Najee Harris, Fryer Muth. I think is one of the best tight ends. Like a legit tight end. Daniel Washington was a late pick up. A big body for another jewel. Um, Alan Robinson they basically picked up because the Rams are willing to pay that like he's been pretty average the last few years but bit of a flyer so I I don't know I think Pickett can manage the offense but I think they've got a really good defense but that's the big question can he do enough to win them games because they've certainly got the pass rush TJ Watt Alex Highsmith the interior with Hayward Huggin Joby um, you know they're pretty stacked up there and their linebacker core but you know Maybe on the secondary, they've got Keanu Neal on a fly from you guys, Minka Fitzpatrick. That linebacker has sort of been a hole for them for a few years, but I think it's more on what Pika can do. Agree. Okay. I've got him finished second. I've got him third. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think Najee was a little bit disappointing last year, but if their line's a little bit better, nah, yeah. maybe things improve. But here's the two interesting ones after now what we've done. So let's just go there, shall we? The Ravens. It was nothing but drama. Always with the drama.
1: <laughs> Always with the drama.
0: It's finally over. The Mars signs for an absolute bag. Yep. Um, Dobbins, never quite healthy. He's going to be healthy this year. Him and Gus Edwards, you know, Bateman, first-round pick. They brought Aguilar over. they are raving about Zay Flowers, another first-round pick on a receiver. They had Marquise Brown flicked him, first-round receiver. They paid OBJ a stack. Andrews is their best and most reliable target for him at tight end. Likely showed some promise at tight end. The O-line's solid. Todd Munkin got brought in to change the offense um, and reshape things. So, you know, there's there's a lot of positives there, I guess. It's just a matter of probably the wide receivers. But the defense, the amount of injuries they've got, the turnover, the secondary in particular, um, you know, besides probably Roquan and like Queen hasn't quite lived up to the hype yet in the linebacker thing. They brought in Clowney late. He's sort of been a gunfire every year. Like their rush is questionable. Their interior is questionable. And then they were crueled last year in the secondary in particular in injuries. And they've already got injuries this year. So I think there's... Third for me. I've got them last. Ooh. And that's crazy considering...
1: Slap.
0: ...what they've been able to do on the offensive side of things. But if Munkin and that gets it going, but I just think defensively they're going to have problems. Okay, so the sneaky team is the Browns. It's year two of Watson. There's no excuses now. Paid him an absolute swag. I think Nick Chubb's one of the best running backs in all of football. The most reliable. Cooper, you know he's always been reliable. They traded for Elijah Moore, Donovan Peoples Jones. Like their receivers are okay. Injoku, Bryant, Atkins. Their tight end options are pretty good. Offensive line's one of the better ones. You know Teller, Conklin, Betonio. Uh But I think they get a good defense their rush with Garrett, they got Zadarius over, um, Tom Dalvin Tomlinson, you know Denzel Ward, Del Pitt, Thornhill in the secondary, Jim Swartz is now the D coach, did a good job at the Eagles, everywhere he's sort of been, um, you know, I guess, to me that, they're, they're the value pick, I think, if things go well. Yeah, I got to run a last champ. Yeah. Okay, I think a lot's predicated obviously on Watson, mm. but, that's the big question mark. So if he lifts and Chubb does what he does and Line does what it does and if if Moore links up with Cooper, um, I think everyone's sort of just looking at Deshaun Watson this year saying, did we did we waste our money? Yeah. So I've got him second. But yeah, it's the toughest division in football. And look at the odds. North, Bengals are 240. Ravens are 320. Four fifty for the Browns. So a bit of value there for them or the Ravens and Pittsburgh. A lot of people in America, the same deal. Talk about Pittsburgh, they're six bucks.
1: Yeah, well, that
0: division. So tough. So in the north. We're both on the Bengals. Yeah. Yep, Bengals, yeah. East I'm on the Bills. Yeah. Uh Chargers in the West. Yeah, me too. And I'm in the Jags in the south. I've got the Titans. All right. So your wild cards then. I've got the, the Chiefs are obviously going to get a wild card for me. Yeah, Jets. So you got the Chiefs. The Jets, your other wild card. Oh, man. Look, see, I could see two teams come out of the North, but I don't know which team to pick. I might say... I'm not picking another team to come out of the South, that's for sure. Chargers, Tish, Raiders, Broncos, no. Man, what about the Dolphins? You could have the Dolphins and the Jags. That's I mean, that division. The North the North, and the East, I think. Uh, what about the Jags? I could put the Jags in. No, I couldn't. I, I think it's going to be one of the
1: Dolphins... Yeah, I'm gonna go. The, I'm gonna go the Jags. Oh, oh well, okay. I think the Titans will win the division, and Jags will be the other wild card. Well, I just look at the North and the East, and think
0: if the Dolphins hit, they could win it. Uh, but yeah, looking at this other line, bloody hell, between the Ravens' offense, what the Browns have got on their team as a whole, like,
1: yeah. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Well, no one's asking you to put your life on it. Just make a prediction, mate. I'm going to get the Dolphins. Dolphins. If things work, yeah. Fins up. All right. AFC winner. Who do you like? Oh, matey. AFC winner. I I would love, absolutely love to to see the Jets. Yet. That would make me super excited, but I think it will be the uh, the Buffalo Bills, the Bills. Yeah, mm, that's what I think anyway. You go, Victor.
0: I know it's it's been a back and forth every year between them, but I'm I'm going to get the Bengals.
1: Oh, the Bengals.
0: So, going off that prediction, then that means our Super Bowl. We both got the Eagles. But I've got them versus
1: the Bengals. Yeah. And you have Eagles versus Bills. Yeah. Can we go a second prediction? Can we go two <coughs> each. Two each. Yeah. For the each division? Yeah. No, no, two for each conference. Oh, okay. So if you're going to go... I'd go Jets as my second pick. Well, I'm going to go Smoky. I'd go the Chargers if I was going to go the other one. Okay. I'm going Jets. Because of my love for A-Rod. For a Ron. Yeah, so a
0: bit left field. So you got Bills and Jets, both from the East. So I've got the Chargers with the Bengals. Yeah, and I'll go <clears throat> San Fran. Yeah, well, Eagles 49 They're the only two picks from the Eagles other side. Eagles 49 yeah. So if that was the case and you had to pick one to win it all, though... At the end of the day. Super one team
1: Ball. to win it all.
0: Super Bowl. I reckon Philly will get it done this year.
1: Mm. Um. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Tough one.
0: I hope they don't. Yeah, I'd prefer to see the Bengals win it, but...
1: Um, I don't know. If I'll the- say... If
0: the Bengals or the Bills won, I'd be very happy. I'll
1: say Bill time. It's gonna be Bill Time. I like the stories, but that's sort of where I'm at. But I like Sean McDermott. I like Josh Allen. Well,
0: the favourite had that,
1: you know, drama last year, which seemed to sort of not derail them in the playoffs, but Yeah.
0: But your favourite is four fifty for the AFC, the Chiefs. Bills are five fifty. Bengals are six, and if you go on those our other picks, you got the Jets at ten. Um, I've got the Chargers down at fifteen, they're about the seventh pick for the whole thing. There you um go. But yeah, if you turn that into Super Bowl odds, the Chiefs are the favourite of the Super Bowl, six fifty. Philly eight fifty, Bills nine, Bengals 49 10. is ten, jets thirteen. Mm-hmm. If you went the Chargers pick,
1: I had twenty ones. I had a bet the other day on the tub. I'll show you I had. Twenty-one bucks. Philly, Buffalo, Cincy win the Super Bowls. Any of them, six bucks. That's excellent. Yeah, twenty five dollar max bet. So I'm max betted it. So there mm. you go. Super
0: Bowl winner. I got Philly. You got the Bills. Eagles versus Bills or Eagles versus Bengals. Um, obviously, all our conference winners, our wild cards. uh we're different in a couple, but. Good. They usually say that a couple come in and a couple go out every year, just like the NRL. Yeah. Which is pretty standard. Uh, do you like anyone for the MVP?
1: Uh, Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts. Oh, Hurts.
0: Where's Allen? Sorry. Allen's 12 bucks. That's pretty good value. Where is Hurts? Hurts is 26. What? Oh, that's yards. Sorry. I'm sitting here going, what's doing? Those odds look ridiculous. Wrong market. My bad.
1: What are you talking about? Player
0: awards, Wrong one. MVP. Mahomes is $6. Joe Burrow is 7 Allen is $8. Hertz is $10. There you go. And I was going to say, Smokey, I'd throw in Herbert. He's $12. Well, further back than that, I don't think the. The Jets have got the weapons for Rodgers, but if they reeled off a mad year, $17. Um, if you're going to go something real rough, I guess. Some people over there are talking about the Dolphins going all the way. Like, I, I can't say that. Not with two. I don't think he'll be standing long enough to get that far. But if he somehow didn't get knocked out and kept his two for feet under him and through to the receivers he's got, he'd certainly rack up some touchdowns and some yards. Huh. It's just a question of whether he'll be upright. But yeah, looking at that, going much further. A lot of people also like the Browns. Cousin Sal was like big on the Browns today. Okay. So that one surprised me, but twenty nine dollars, if Deshaun somehow became the Deshaun that he was. But interesting, but not not too bad odds there. Um. There you go.
1: What do you reckon? Mm. Division predictions. Good start. Conferences,
0: MVPs, Super Bowl picks, bit of value. Good Who has that promo? Tab, you
1: said. T-A-B. I'll have to find that one. Yeah. We're not affiliated with this one so far, so. Any potential sponsors want to come on board, let us know. Can spruik anyone's odds, but yeah, that's a great promo. Who was it again? Eagles. Cincy. Eagles Bills. Philly Bills. I really like that bet. Yeah, me too. That's grouse. I'll be taking a piece of that. Six Adara. Six dollars.
0: Wow, wee. Yeah. There you go. For a first-timer here, well, wow, we a couple of Aussie rugby league dribblers who love the NFL. Just giving their predictions on the AFC and the NFC. We'll see how things play out for our first-year picks, but just quickly hitting on those one more time. AFC, both on the Bengals for the North. Uh, for the East, we're both on the Bills. West, we're on the Chargers. South, we're split. Titans and Jags. My wild cards are Chiefs, Jets, Dolphins. Brock's wild cards are Chiefs. Jets and Jags. And in the NFC side of things, uh, the South, you're on the Panthers. I'm on the Saints. We're both on the 49ers in the West. We're both on the Eagles in the East. In the North, you're on the Lions. I'm on the Vikes and our wild cards. I've got the Seahawks, the Lions, and the Cowboys. You've got the Seahawks, the Vikings, and the Falcons. We both like Philly. In the NFC, Bills and Bengals in the AFC. Um, but yeah, if you like a bit of rough value, 49ers are the other team on that side, and we both like uh, the Jets and the Chargers. Mm. And MVP picks, Allen or Hurts, eight or ten bucks, not bad. Mm. But there you go. I think that'll do us, buddy. Season preview. Done. Things kick off in a couple of days. We'll finally figure out a name, which we haven't announced on here. Get some pages up, get things going, and we'll see how... This goes across the year for any of our listeners from the fifth and last, anyone new who comes on board, hopefully uh, the start of another good podcast in a long future. Sounds good. But We'll see what happens, but for now, looking forward to kick off on Friday, bet responsibly, which I know none of us will, especially week one. Well, I can bet on NFL. Always a good time to lose money, week one. Here we go. Upsets, Um, and we'll have to throw up a tipping comp too, try and get something quick kicking. Sounds good. But for everybody, enjoy your week.